it's one of my biggest failings as a parent, I think, that I am neither good at nor interested in crafts. Really? You have two daughters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, you, are you crafty? Nope. Mm. I wish I was more crafty. Do you? I mean, I'm crafty. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just not, I'm not crafty. arts and crafty. It's not that kind of crafty. Um, just not Hobby Lobby crafty. I mean, I feel like at a young age, kids do a lot of crafts. So mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. would be... Well, you remember all those school projects you had to do for Mother's Day, Father's Day... All those school projects I was supposed to do for Mother's you Day. You never did one? Your mom doesn't <laughs> no, have any I little treasures? I, I might have missed a few here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did have like a bunch of half-completed projects. Yeah. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say? A podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Okay, but seriously, I have a parenting question for you. Sure. Todd. The other night, my uh, my daughters got in a little squabble, and the younger one did something to mm-hmm. the older one. And the older one, Elena, came up to me and said, Dad, Bia hurt my feelings. And I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> so let me, now everyone listening is like, what's wrong with you? You're a psychologist and you don't want to respond to that? No, this is exactly the point. You're a psychologist, so you overthought that? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, that's exactly it, right? A, a normal human being would say, I'm sorry, like, or tell me what happened, mm-hmm. or let's go talk to me about it, you know? Right. And I like froze up because in my head I was like, <laughs> Hmm, this is a really interesting dilemma. <laughs> You're such a uh, And it's a it's an interesting dilemma to me because one of the kind of core principles of human psychology, I think, is that things don't cause feelings. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. yells at someone yelling at you does not cause you to be angry or sad or anxious. The sound waves coming out of their mouth do not go into your ear and produce hit some emotion center and produce a bunch of anxiety, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Right. The way we get emotions is through, the technical term is cognitive mediation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So we we interpret what happens to us, right? right? We say, what a jerk, you know, when someone says something mean to us, and then we feel a little angry. Or we kind of say to ourselves like, oh my God, did I say something wrong? And then we feel kind of anxious or so, how how we feel is the result of how we think about what happens to us, not what happens to us. Mm-hmm. So so our perception of what whatever's going on actually causes the emotion. I like the word interpretation. Our interpretation. Because perception, you know, you can perceive colors, but there's not any oh, interpretation. But an interpretation. you have to think about something in order to have an emotion. You can have a reaction to something. You know, if someone bangs a gong behind you, you're going to jump before you even feel afraid. You That's just a startle response, right, right? right? But you can't have an emotion without some sort of mental interpretation going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Of, yeah, right. Of what happened. Mm-hmm. So now this, maybe it seems like you're splitting hairs, but it, it really matters a lot in our work because a lot of people make the, a pretty fundamental mistake of thinking, I, I, should be, I shouldn't feel this way. Mm. I feel angry and I should stop, I, I should be able to stop myself from feeling angry, mm-hmm. right? Or this, it's this person's job, it's my spouse's job to make sure that I'm happy. Yeah, or, all the or, time. or um, they're responsible because they were mean. Yeah, whatever. and so this goes back to my daughter, so right? they caused my feelings. She, it's a very understandable thing. She, she 
in her head, because my younger daughter took her toy or something and she felt bad, the, the, the reasoning in my daughter's head is, therefore, Bia hurt her feelings, did something wrong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I need to go reprimand Bia. <laughs> right. right? Um, but it's an interesting dilemma because w- while I can empathize with the fact that she ended up feeling hurt, because my younger daughter did this thing, mm-hmm. right? And I, I don't want my daughter, my younger daughter to keep doing that thing. Sure. I'm uncomfortable with the idea that reinforcing, even at this young age, doing something that would reinforce the idea that her other people are responsible for how my daughter feels. Right. I see so much of that in this work and see how so many really huge problems develop from that one seemingly very tiny um kind of subtlety that distinction Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so that's what led me to really go like oh my god how do i respond to that so what do you think how would you respond to that your 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 daughter comes up to you and says you know dad abby hurt my feelings well much like you i would have overthought it (laughs) and delivered a ted talk about feelings (laughs) to my daughter sit down honey let me me tell you about feelings and responsibility my daughters are quite fond of telling me to stop the TED talk, you know, so, but <laughs> I, I do see your point. You should start and doing talk. Ted, That's Todd what talks. we should have called this podcast. Todd, Todd talks. talks. We should. Damn. When I get real sick of you and go out on my own, I'll start, <laughs> start monologuing. Todd <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I run into this a lot too, where, where people really want to assign kind of blame or fault with someone for their emotional experience. And, it, and it's such a, it's such an interesting kind of shell game sometimes, you know, who's responsible and, 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 and mm-hmm. how does that work? And, um, yeah, I try to talk to my clients a lot about how ultimately they're responsible for their own emotional experience and, and how they express their emotions as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're ultimately you're responsible for that, but to play devil's advocate, your daughter hit your other daughter or stole her toy or something. How is your younger daughter not supposed to be hurt by that? Isn't someone being mean to you going to cause you to feel badly? Yes. Well, yes, it is. Okay. But I don't think the she her feeling bad is not the result of Bia stealing her toy. Right? It's how she, the emotion came from how she interpreted it. I'm not saying it's, it wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it certainly is understandable. Right. And that's why I went on to, to talk to her to kind of console her a little bit. Um, but it's, it's this really, and she's probably too, maybe she's too young for these kinds of distinctions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it really matters. Like just because someone does something, she's not too young. She needs a three hour <laughs> Todd, Todd talk. She talk. needs a Todd talk. Yeah. Mr. Todd's yeah. coming over tonight, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Grab <laughs> some popcorn. It'll take a while. Um, yeah. So it's the, the subtle distinction is it was wrong. Mm-hmm. What Gabriella did. It makes total sense that she feels this way. But I really want to somehow validate those two things and also show it's, it's how you feel is not up to your sister. It's up to you. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Right? Yeah, I, I like distinguishing between, yes, someone can do something unkind. And we, mm-hmm. and we can clearly call it unkind or rude or whatever that is. Um, and ultimately, they don't cause you to feel really anything. Right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's going to be your interpretation um, that it's going to result in that feeling. Mm-hmm. 
And this is really an, an, an interesting distinction because I think some somehow in our culture recently we've all kind of decided that being offended is something that can't happen oh, right. or shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you see this a lot where people are really getting more and more frustrated with people offending them and really wanting to assign responsibility and blame in a heavy way for being offended, mm. um, which is interesting because that, I think when you put yourself kind of in that position where somebody else has caused you to feel a certain way, you've kind of painted yourself into a corner kind of as a victim where it's like, well, there's nothing you can do then if you think of it that way because they've caused this thing and it's very unworkable at that point. Um, Whereas if you can take responsibility for your own emotions, then you're in the driver's seat still. It's very disempowering to, to believe that your emotional state depends on the actions of other people. Completely disempowering. Yeah. And, um, lots of time other, other people are just kind of living their own lives, doing their own thing and they aren't thinking about you at all. And so sometimes the things that we take offense over aren't really, they have nothing to do with us sometimes. Um, but But if you're constantly kind of assigning blame about to other people about your emotional experience, very helpless, very powerless kind of position to be in. And it's key that you, you can still blame them for the action, right? You can still say that that action was rude or unkind or I, or my interpretation of that action is this, but then Mm -hmm. the experience I have is going to be generated by that interpretation. So, right. And this, I think this matters like the rubber really hits the road because if someone does something mean to you, right, if I just throw water all over you right now. <laughs> There's no way you're going to, you're just going to like, you're going to be the Buddha and, and just have the perfect no interpretation and have no reaction. Right. Like you are going to feel bad when people do bad things to you. Sure. That doesn't, but the, the question then is what do you do after that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what distinguishes these two kind of philosophies of how the mind works. If you're the kind of person who thinks how I feel is a result of what people do, I can virtually guarantee you're going to feel worse and you're going to feel worse for longer because you're you're sort of assuming it's just inevitable that I feel bad when people do bad things to me. Right. That's just what's going to happen. And there's nothing I can do about it because it's in other people's hands. Right. But if your overarching philosophy is I am the one who's responsible for how I feel and for Mm -hmm. how I continue to go on feeling, that means, yes, someone does something bad to me and I feel bad initially, but what I continue to do, how I behave, how I continue to think about that thing, what kind of perspective I take on it, I can, I can control that. And I can try to take the most kind of healthy, accurate, helpful approach mm-hmm. to thinking and behaving after this as possible, which means y- your overall emotionality is probably going to be less intense and it's going to dissipate a lot faster. If you start from the position of, I am in control, I have responsibility for how I end up feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You, you know, a good example of this is I had a couple um, that I was working with and um, the, the, uh, one of the partners was having a birthday come up. Um, well, partner A decided, Hey, I really want to do something special. And I know this person likes to dance. I'm going to buy us a bunch of dance lessons and we'll do these dance lessons together. And he interpreted that as like, this is a great heartfelt kind of thing mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Right. Partner B, though, didn't really want dance lessons and was kind of frustrated that dance lessons were given and, <laughs> and, and then kind of assumed you're being a jerk and you're not being kind. And mm. um, this was a thoughtless gift. Wow. P- 
partner A was like, wait, I thought this was all about being thoughtful. I thought this was, I thought this was what you wanted. Well, it turns out partner B wanted something else and it hinted at it. Partner A didn't pick that up. But the idea there is neither one of them's wrong for anything. Partner A definitely had good intentions, wanted, wanted to do something thoughtful, but it didn't get interpreted like that or, or what there didn't come across like that. But that doesn't mean that partner A is responsible then for partner B's emotional fallout from right. that gift. Right. right. And, and partner B was definitely trying to say, you are responsible for making me feel awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a long conversation of kind of how, how emotions work and how that, that interpretation of partner, partner B's interpretation, I'm sorry, was such that it caused her to feel very frustrated and angry. And, and but it was the interpretation that was really causing that not partner A's gift. Really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this one way to distinguish this, I think is that there are, the very technical term for this would be proximal and distal causes for things. Mm-hmm. So a, a proximal cause is like if, um, oh, I don't know, if if your water glass falls off the desk and spills, mm-hmm. right? But my hand hit it and so it fell. It was just sitting there and then my hand hit it and it fell off the desk. That's the proximal cause. It's the cause right next to the right. thing happening, right? But if I was goofing around and like running around and tripped and then my hand hit the water and it fell off, mm-hmm. that's a, it's kind of a cause, but it's a more distal cause. Right. 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 Or if, I, if I was intoxicated <laughs> and then my hand happened to hit your glass without me yeah. intending to. Or if you just leaned against a table hard. Yeah. And it and just it kind, kind of shook off. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that it, it, it's not that it's tricky. It, it's, it's not totally right to say that, when someone says something mean to the other person, in a way they're they're causing the feeling, but they're not the direct cause. Right. Right. I, I think that is an important distinction that you can't. Other people can't directly influence how you feel. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. can do things that indirectly may lead to you feeling a certain way when yeah. combined with your interpretation of what happens. Yeah. Right. So it's not that it's not that other people's actions can't affect you, but it's it's really da- it's a really slippery slope i think to assume that how, what other people do directly affects how you feel yeah i guess a really simple way to put this is that as, when your daughter came to you and you said hey she said my sister hit me and it hurt my feelings was that what what happened well it was interesting at, the first thing she, she just said, said she was just said she hurt my feelings okay. yeah do you know what actually happened i think she took a toy from her okay so the correct so your daughter came to you and said hey um, my sister hurt my feelings, right? And and that maybe the, the the a better way to have said that, and you can't expect this from your daughter just yet. After my <laughs> Todd talk, she'll be able to do it. Would be to say, you know, my sister took my toy, and I felt like she didn't care about me in that moment, and mm. that hurt my feelings. Mm. You know, and there's a there's a better way to kind of line that out, yeah. where it's like this event happened. It it made me think this interpretation, which caused me to think this thing. Um, but it's that interpretation that's so important in, yeah. in how you feel because you just can't have an emotion without a thought. So, I love that. To me, that's the this is like the core of what I think of as emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. which is people understanding what's going on with their own emotions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Understanding what happens in their environment and the relationship between that and how they think about things and what kind of feelings they have. Like, so yeah. the understanding it's not just like stuff happens and I feel a certain way. 
it's more complex than that. Very much. But right. when you work with someone with anxiety or depression and when you outline this process and, and you, you might review something that happened in your life and you say, well, what did you think after this happened? And they'll say, I didn't think anything. I was just mad. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't think anything. I just started crying. And, and a lot of the times you, you do have to teach them this very thing that, wait a minute, you, you don't have that emotional reaction without some kind of interpretation. Yeah. And we've, if we slow that down, we might be able to see how you're interpreting mm-hmm. things uh, often enough to end up with these really negative kind of emotional yeah. outcomes. Yeah. And I think oftentimes you, just like you can have um, very intentional, but also very habitual behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I'm sitting with my right leg crossed over my left, left leg. Mm-hmm. I didn't choose to do that. It just, just kind of happened. It's just a habit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so similarly, you can have mental habits too. Oh, sure. So you're, you can have a habitual way of interpreting someone yelling at you. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's, there is a degree to which that initial spike of emotion is probably not something you directly had control over. It was a result of your habits. Right. Right. The patterns. That you've, yeah. But the key is you can go in there. If you build this capacity for self-awareness, you can go in there very quickly and short, sort of short circuit that habit, mm-hmm. which is the best way I think to really kind of take control and responsibility for your own emotional responses. And, and the way you short circuit that or the, 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 the skill there is just to be mindful of your thought process, mm-hmm. right? To, to be able to say, how am I interpreting these things? You know, is that a functional way to interpret that? Does that get me what I need? And, and, and move through the process that way rather than just constantly kind of reacting to how you're feeling yeah. in the moment. Because if you feel attacked, you'll probably be aggressive. But if you're not taking, if you're not being mindful, you may miss a lot of information that's going on um, that would might change your, your behavior. Yeah. yeah. So be more mindful and realizing that other people are not responsible for your emotions. So I'm going to go sign my four-year-old up for mindfulness classes now. Like that's, yeah. After the Todd talk. After the Todd, after into, the Todd talk. She may not, she might not even need mindfulness. mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. She's no. going to be supremely mindful. She'll be good to go. After the talk. All right. Yeah. Good. Hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.